Hello, Internet. You are now experiencing technical difficulties. We're a role-playing game, actual play podcast. You can listen to us play through one-shots, campaigns of various games, including Delta Green, Eclipse Phase, Worldwide Wrestling, Red Markets, and more. With four-plus years of archives, there's something for everyone. Tune in with whatever podcast app you use by searching for Technical Difficulties Gaming Podcast. Or visit us online at www.technicaldifficultiespod.com. Like what you hear? Join us on Patreon for sneak peeks and seats in quarterly games. Thanks for listening, and sorry for the technical difficulties. Hello, Internet. You are now experiencing technical difficulties. It's Harlem Unbound. We return back to the mean streets of Harlem with our uh, new group of four investigators who are going to introduce themselves, starting at the top of the order. Well, this is Greg. I am playing one of the new guys, uh, Titus Dusty Boyer. A young uh, jack-of-all-trades, but mostly bartender, and as we will see shortly, tubaist from uh, Nolens. This is Dan, and I will be your contraband, Ford Kitchens. Hey, it's Vince, and I'm playing photographer extraordinaire Grant S. Green. Um, yeah, this is Ben. I am uh, playing the uh, right and honest uh, Sergeant Reginald Luther at his uh, 18th San. Sure, it's fine. That's right. Well, I mean, we already said it before, but this will like uh, he will be retired as of after this set, this scenario one way or another, one way or another. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. He's going to go fuck off. During they're the same. That's right. He's going to get himself an education. That's right. So uh, the education you guys got in the last session was watching a man get uh, shot through the heart in front of you in the, uh, Kentucky Club while listening to uh, Duke Ellington's orchestra and then have him come back to life mysteriously uh, stumble out of the door uh, front door just in time to get run over by a cop car and apparently killed for good and also uh, the one of the uh, oh, alumni from the Apollonian was uh, performing with Duke Ellington that's band. right Mr. Archie mm-hmm. Zanzibar blowing on a very distinctive looking clarinet uh up there really the beautifully put together yeah that's right almost preternaturally that beautifully put together i think grant you were the one who got the best look at the clarinet right yep i got some good photos of it the crime the crime mm-hmm. scene afterwards a lot of a lot of really bad things to discover if you say had a fragile constitution mentally mm-hmm. just sitting on <laughs> film you also photographed the murderer as well Yes. Probably. Well, I probably yeah. did. I don't know. I just I took a photo as the shot was going off. So who knows? So we left uh, left our uh, intrepid investigators as they were going their separate ways for the night. Um, I think most of you said you were just going to go home and try to get some sleep. Mm-hmm. Unless you want that to do is right. else over the course of the night, we can clue back in at the next morning. Uh Oh, I guess we got to roll luck, too. Yeah, that's right. Everybody roll luck. Oh, right. lucky you're feeling. Oh, roll cool. It. That's right. I forgot. It changes. D100 roll, and that's how many luck uh, points 50 on the dot. Okay. So, plus five luck for me. I rolled eight. 100, baby. <laughs> Reggie, that is, that is 70. Zero, zero. That's double zeros. No, that's, that's 100. No. no, not in Call of Cthulhu. Well, so what is zero? Well, you know, yeah, you know, no, you know. Here's here's the thing. So in Call of Cthulhu, 
double yeah, double lock is a hundred because yeah, it's, which right. is normally a terrible oh, failure. That's right. So I'm gonna say yes. This is a hundred. You are a hundred luck. You are the luckiest Hell boy. Yeah. Reggie only today. goes up to Application so. now for whatever you want. Just mail your application right now. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Roll education. President. Yes. Right. Spend forty. Yep. That's right. Uh, what the what the rest of you guys get? Fifty on the dot. Fifty-eight minor improvement on seventy that, but... on the dot. Hey, but guys all, are doing all of it beats thirty-three. All of you Correct. are feeling at least reasonably lucky today, and one of you is feeling incredibly lucky. Oh yeah, this is it's my moment. <laughs> yeah, you know it's a it's another fine day. I'm sure we'll find a reason to smile. Oh, God damn it, it's, it's getting to me. Uh, the only thing I'm doing before going to bed is I'm taking the film, putting it into a canister for uh, development, and then leaving the canister and the film inside the dark room. Okay. Uh, we're not going to do anything chemically to it while I'm like exhausted and fried, but I am going to sure. load it and put it in a safe spot. You get it. It's it's in. It's ready to go. For the, I yeah. assume you're probably getting up in the morning and getting right on that, right? Yeah, I mean, I might grab a bite to eat or something. Sure. All right. Well, we'll. Uh, we, why don't you roll me photography, and that'll give us a sense of how long this takes and how how well it goes. Sure. I have no idea what realistic how long it realistically takes, so it's going to be kind of cinematic. But it, it it the actual like chemical development process has never taken that long. Yeah. What, what takes a long time is printing. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have a 58 under 75 for okay, development. So I don't, I don't fuck up the film. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's about what you'd expect. It's not uh, awesome, but it's totally normal, like workaday type stuff. Yeah, we yeah. can, we can easily do some like stuff Just you know what? We're going to do a contact sheet. We'll take a good look at the contact sheet once that's done and we'll see. Sounds good. All right, so that'll probably take you the some of the morning to do. It, it'll Maybe take it takes about I want to say not an hour. Like it takes a little less than an hour if you're not actually printing anything. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, there's like wait times between you know washing it and then different chemical and so forth to get the print to come out, right? Yeah, the print is the long part because you're you're fussing. Uh, but the film's yeah. good. Great. Glad to hear it. Uh, let's talk about what uh, Reg, uh, no, what uh, Dusty's doing. Uh, well, after going home and collapsing into bed, um, he wakes up early, as he usually does, to take his uh, beloved uh, Harlequin Great Dane big shot out for a walk around town. Uh, then he goes to get some breakfast and, uh, hurries to iron his suit in time for his gig at 11 AM. You got it. Yeah. Is it 11 AM is that gig? So, mm-hmm. yep. You're getting ready for that. Okay. Prepping for that. Ford and Reggie. I need you guys both to make D 100 rolls. Okay. A two. A 36. Okay, well. So pretty good. It's depending on what it is. Which is exciting on rolling, too. Like, good, both lucky and lucky. All right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, 
So, uh, Reggie? Yes? Uh, you wake up with a baseball thrown through the window of your apartment. Shattering the glass. Ah, fuck! I guess I'm going to look out and see the damn kids that knocked it out. I am wondering, uh, didn't I mention going to talk to Queenie before I went to bed? I can't remember anymore. <laughs> good question. Because I wanted uh, to make sure she knew it wasn't us, and we've got a lead on who did it. Well, you didn't roll as well as Reggie, so we'll see. We'll get to what happens <laughs> in a second here. Yep. But Reggie, you get a baseball. It goes through your window. Um, <clears throat> you look down at it. You look out your window to see who hit. There's a, There are no kids out there. Mm-mm. There's a guy out there. He looks like a, he's an athletically built man. He looks like a, well, he's a white for one thing. So he stands out a little bit, standing out on the street corner there, looking up at you. Um, He looks up at your window. He tips his cap and he walks down the, uh, docks down the street. I look confused. And then I look at the ball. Yeah. The ball has eight baseball players signatures on it. (laughs) <laughs> Fuck. Uh, uh. Oh, I'm sure that's rich. fine. You recognize at least one of the names, Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah, that's right. The fuck. You're so lucky. No. Yeah, I know. I'm so lucky. There's stuff that it's funny when half the team has been here the whole campaign and the other half hasn't. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, there's no note to it or anything. Uh, there's no note. I mean, I know, I'm pretty sure I know who sent it. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I guess, uh, I guess I'm going to pocket it and uh, make my way over to, uh, yeah, uh, the brain, right? Arthur Rothstein, the brain. Yes. Yeah, boy. Arthur, I think. Rothstein. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got the message. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. to do. <laughs> He's gonna want his baseball back. <laughs> oh, definitely. It's Art. Yeah, uh, Arnold Rustin. Yeah, so Arnold. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. So you you make your way out across down downtown. And I was the lucky one. Yeah, yep. I have oh, so, Ford. <laughs> Ford, oh, you need to roll me con. Constitution. Yep. Okay, dokie. Twenty-three under sixty, so hard success. Okay, well you're you're uh, you're 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 somehow not entirely surprised uh, when you're woken up by a splash of a uh, bowl full of water being thrown over you in your uh, bed. You uh, can we discuss this? Right? What you bolt upright? I see. Uh-huh. Probably. Uh, and yeah, and you see uh, Queenie Sinclair sitting th- like standing there with Bumpy Johnson, her right hand man, uh, towering over you, having just thrown your shaving bowl full of water uh, uh, over you in your bed. Hi, um, why don't you come over before breakfast? It'll be lovely. Um, you would like to know about last night, I presume? I sure would, boy. Uh, that's here's too- a detailed report of everything I saw, what we saw, the the yeah. photographer, there's images. We, we the one guy saw him. 
Run uh, it down for me a little slower there, yeah. Mr. Kitchens. Well, this is this is the player not remembering. Uh, okay. You info dump. Yeah. Yeah, I basically I info dump. Um, All right. She's what like, I remember well. is we were at the table talking with him. He was drinking a bit much, and then they was, you know, uh, dead. Did you get a look at the torpedo? I'm trying to... I don't think that either I or Reggie saw him, but I know that we know we found two people that did, or at least one of them. I don't remember which. Oh. I'm checking the notes. Well, Reggie uh, chased after him, I thought. I, we went out to find out what was going on, and we saw the... Uh, who was, it was like a mixed race? It was a mixed race uh, duo, right? If, if so, I the guy who shot him was looked like he was white, and the driver yeah. was black. Okay, yeah, at the getaway car. Now, the other thing, though, is now was it was it the target that got up and wandered around, or was that some other guy that got shot? I can't remember. No, it's just the one, right? Only one guy got shot. It was the My accountant. Her yeah. Accountant. So, and then the part that's disturbing happened. Well, the other part that's disturbing is um, he got up and was outside as everyone else was fleeing the club, not wanting to stay around to chat with the police. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So that was unusual. Um, did someone did someone then run him over to make sure he stayed down at some point? Something the cops, happened. The, the cops. Yeah, the cops hit him. Yep. They ran into him with their police cop car. So. so it's hard to say what they're going to know or care about. Well, I tell you what, uh, it's going to be in your best interest to figure out why the hell any of that happened. And uh, because it's getting awful, it's been it's getting awful dangerous for me to be hiring new accountants. Just to see them get knocked over one after the other. I, I, I understand completely. And I was expecting that this would be what you would want. Uh, I was going to write this up in a more coherent fashion rather than first thing in the morning. But here we are. Gotcha. Well, I just wanted to come over here with uh, Bumpy here and just impress upon you the importance of this to me and my organization. I I understand. I mean, I immediately understood that you were going to be really not happy and we really should find out who did this if we could. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. why don't you And I don't right blame you. That? I agree. This is a big problem. It's not okay. Daylight is burning, and uh, yeah, this is this is your new job, okay, Mr. Then. Will do. Uh, I think the next thing is to go get a hold of that photographic evidence that the fellow's got it developed yet. Yeah. <laughs> so flashing back over to Reggie. Uh, yep. Yeah. Getting... You walk into the palatial building. Of I put Arthur on Rossi. my night, like I put on uh, somewhat of a presentable, like work, you know, uh, street clothes. Cause obviously mm-hmm. I gotta go see a big, powerful white man. So, you know, I definitely want to look like I'm, respectable mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah you go in there uh it's uh as you remember it uh, a bustling <laughs> commercial building uh with a guarded elevator go up to I, the I flash him the, I take the ball yeah flash that to the guy at the yeah door. Mr. Rossine wants his ball back oh I, yes he I does sure. that's a very important to him I'm I'm glad you're bringing it back he'll, I'm sure mm-hmm. he'll appreciate it a great deal do you want me to go see him with, or uh, give it to him in yes, person? Yes, absolutely. Or? You would go right up there, right up yeah, there right. to his office. You know, you go right. Yeah, to no the, chance. Right to the uh, no chance in just uh, passing it on. I see. Right, oh no, I think uh, he'll be very happy to see it. He'll be relieved that his precious property is being returned to him. You just go yeah. right up there. 
All right. Because I am I the only person in the elevator? There is an operator who looks like he's about six foot eight. Yeah. Okay. Well. All right. Uh, just gonna you know, just get in there and. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that I didn't also uh, stuff my double barrel shotgun in because, like, I you know, uh, if the man Weird. was gonna was gonna kill me, he could easily yeah, do right. it. <laughs> that could have been a Molotov instead of a baseball. There's no exactly. Yeah, this is the friendly way of saying, "Hey, I want to see you," because you're going to bring this back to me, aren't you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You which, go in, which there. also implies don't get blood on it. Mm-hmm. You go in there. He, uh, you put, you put it. Uh, you know, you. you I guess I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to wait for him to address me because again, yeah, he's standing, you know, pensively with his back, his his hands clasped beside him, looking over, looking out of a gigantic window <laughs> yeah i'll speak Manhattan. when spoken to yeah he says just put it over there with the other ones uh he mm-hmm. points to like a table and there's a whole bunch of other identical baseballs all with the signatures on them okay I, I put it there i walk up there and put it there says uh sergeant yes uh my plan has really, uh, this has been a real, real, real hitch in my plan. And I understand you might be in a good position to help me understand why that hitch occurred. Um, not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if I know what you mean, sir. Oh, you weren't picking up. I thought you were picking. Must have been the other guy, Mr. Mr. Kitchen. Seems like maybe he had a little bit more on the ball, as it were, when we had our mm-hmm. conversation. That Myron fella, he was my guy. Yeah. The I whole see. idea was uh, I'd put Mr. Weston out of commission, putting Queenie in need of a new accountant. There being a limited pool of applicants candidates for the office uh i made sure myron is in a position to uh get the job and in response his uh i was expecting him to make certain reports to me about the nature of her operation well that doesn't seem to uh have occurred sounds like either uh queenie got wise to it or something else happened but at any rate i really need to uh know why that happened and what I can do about it. Um, well, man was, uh, I was right next to the man when he was shot. Yeah. Wasn't sure. Yes. Couldn't see anyone. Uh, man ran off into the crowd. Everyone panicked. Then the cops showed up. Uh, I'd like you to track down that, uh, shooter for me. That's probably your best lead. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. uh, if it's one of Queenie's guys, I need to know that right away. If he's working for somebody else, I'll need to know that too. I see. But it is a lucky day for you, I must say. Uh, obviously, this uh, the fact that I've chosen to bring you into my confidence in this matter indicates that I have a certain trust in your ability to bring this through. And if you're able to do this to me, I'd be in a position to uh, reward you. Oh, that's very generous of you, Mr. Rothstein. Yes, it is. So, just to get yourself started here, uh, why don't you uh, 
Why don't you take that envelope over on the table? Might help you smooth out any feathers need smoothing out. And uh, you can get right to work today on this matter. I'd really like it cleared up as soon as possible, please. Mm hmm. And uh, after this is done. Um, yes. What, uh, will you be uh, calling me in the future? Well, that sort of depends on how well it goes, uh, what your outcome is. Uh, I would consider this uh, a, a an opportunity for you to uh, prove your your worth and your capabilities to me. Like grinding my teeth as he says that, but uh, well, try you know I'm silently grinding my teeth in my mind. Um, oh, um, I uh, uh. uh it's uh, very kind of you to to fold me into your organization, but uh, yes, um, I um, I have uh, other interests. Would it be possible oh, for me to? Yes, I want to uh, get a uh, get a bo- get bona fide, as it were, uh, go to med school. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's a that's a lofty ambition from one of your position. It's admirable, I would say. But mm-hmm. uh, yes, it's the sort of thing that requires uh, a lot of upfront. Uh, Upfront payment, my is my understanding. Um, yeah, that's my understanding as well. Well, pay your cards right, and maybe those sorts of uh, opportunities will present themselves to you. Mm. Well, that's uh, very generous of you, Mister Rostin. Yes, thank you. Uh, yes, uh, Horatio will see you out. Gestures to the elevator. Yeah. I- walk um mm-hmm. yeah I'd, I'd walk in and uh just like say nothing until i and then uh i once i get like far enough from away away from the uh building i want to see how much he uh gave me yeah he gave you he gave you uh 80 dollars okay um i'm going to pocket 60 of those and 20 dollars of that will uh, go towards whatever expenses we're gonna mm-hmm. have to take um and yeah i'll just as i uh as i like just angrily crumple up his fucking envelope and throw it in the garbage um <laughs> after i take the money out of it of course sounds good fucking i don't need that asshole's help and yeah then i'm gonna be going to the crisis <laughs> Okay, so you're talking about my other networking option. Networking, you know, part of it's also networking, right? It's not just money. Yeah, sounds right. So, uh, Ford, you're probably going to go talk to Grant, right? As soon as you can get to the. uh, You said you were going to do that, I think. Yes. Also, uh, in text, uh, I, 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 looking at the notes, I would have also mentioned that Myron kept saying Joey, Joey, which Joey, Joey. Well, that really narrows it down. The number of gangsters in this town named Joey. That's yeah, uh, fair. But you know, it's what we got. <laughs> I, I just had a hope that maybe you know. Um, there's Joey Wheeler. Uh, there's Joey Frittata. Uh, and there's Joey Potato. You forgot about Joey Fatone, though. Yeah, but like he's on, he's he retired. It's fine. Yeah, the Instinct just put out a new song for Trolls Three. Good sir. <laughs> okay Me then. Joey's. 
Yeah. So you're anyway. looking for a white gangster named Joey. Okay. Maybe. Because the driver was black, might be able to find him easier. Possibly, don't know his name. I don't know. Of course, that may not be either of their names. All Could right. be the person he offended. Who knows? So as you go to, you you show up at uh, Mr. Green's uh, apartment just mm-hmm. as the photographs are turning out. So. Yep. Um, yeah. uh, did Queenie uh, issue me some working funds? No. That's what I thought. <laughs> Do I have some funds left from last job, I would think? She considers this to be uh, an, uh, a, a complication of the previous job that is no, not yet a result. I mean, hey, we dealt with a freaking space alien. I don't know what she really wants to do. She, well, wants she, she, she wants an accountant that can like actually do math and not, not be dead. Be dead. <laughs> when she runs a gambling ring and a bunch of other crimes. I yeah, do she's a member of the community support to make sure she gets the services it. she needs. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. All right. So, all right. I assume uh, I've got yeah, some yeah. of my own funds. I will bring lunch. You know, get okay, some yeah. takeout. So, Miss Green, you hear you hear knock at your door at the door. There should be. Yeah, well, the the front door would be open probably. A little ting okay. ting. Yeah. Um, because I would be expecting various people to come in for like studio appointments or to pick sure, up stuff. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like with the with the bell ring, you know, I like if I make sure everything is set. It, whatever is in process is in a stock bath if it's done we're not going to let things go over uh, I say coming and you know, I put everything away step out through the little uh, airlock area out into the studio area mm-hmm. well you see Mr. Ford Kitchen standing there I yeah and he he would notice how fucking enormous this this photographer is at least in terms of his arms it's pre, it's preposterous you didn't see this at night <laughs> oh no Ford probably did but you know I I brought some food I knew it'd be a rough morning oh Before yeah hey um I didn't actually expect uh, that you would be coming by I thought perhaps the thing would be too hot for you. Uh, well, you know, that's funny the way you say that. Um, yes, which is why I'm coming by so it doesn't get worse. Oh, uh, so I did visit this morning. It was, um, surprising. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's hot not every day. day. Hot day yeah. with a lady? No, well, not, not hot. Uh, definitely a lady. Uh, you know, when you wake up seeing Queenie and what is the guy's name? Bumpy Johnson. And Bumpy Johnson. On either side of you, towered over you when you're waking up because they just threw some water in your face. What's just an exciting morning? Yeah, it sounds it. You know, Queenie doesn't normally get up and get her makeup done or anything for anybody, so uh, this must be very I important. I did not her. look whether she had done that or not. Uh, I am acting under the assumption that if Queenie was seen in public and would have had to have been seen in public in order to get to your place, because you don't live together. Yeah, fair. <laughs> anyway. Uh, just anyway, so uh, yeah, yeah, I've I've got some fire under me to get this thing uh, as solved as we can get it because she's having trouble getting an accountant. Oddly, okay, well, you know, one that stays breathing for more than a few days. Okay, okay, or more than a day, I guess. I mean, it, you you don't have to keep elaborating. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, the contact sheet is currently drying, so uh, we'll be Fabulous. able to we'll be able to look at what we have. 
like in a bit. You want to just eat and calm down for a second while that happens? Yeah, that sounds lovely. Good ideas. Okay. Solid recommendations. There is a spot in the photo studio set up to look like a weird tea parlor because someone has brought stuff in and requested this sort of arrangement. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. We We can just eat here. You know, I I gotta say, I like the kind of weird you get better than the kind I've been running into. It seems a lot more wholesome. Or at least, less bloody. You would not believe what this is for. I don't probably want to know, do I? It's a birthday. Okay. A birthday for a pair of dogs. I guess we're done now. Cool. <laughs> that's, that's not as bad as I envisioned. That's, uh, yeah. So I brought. So I tell him about the bodega I got the sandwiches from, or whatever, you know, mm. whatever it was. Yeah, and after we finish, we can uh, we can keep. Uh, I will go wash my hands and then uh, get the contact sheet out and grab a magnifying glass because a contact sheet is just a bunch of film-sized yep. developed images on a piece of print paper. So we'll be able to go through and look together at what we actually have. Excellent. I, I do appreciate this uh, this hospitality. All right. Yeah, I, I have a reputation of whole myself. All right. So as you guys wait for the for the uh, photos to to finally finish, that's Dusty Boyer. You're getting over to your uh, to your gig well, at eleven. Well, well, one one last thing. Uh, look around, see if there's anything that seems to be a obvious problem from them from the surroundings here. So I spot hidden. Obvious problem. Uh, Anything that you might need help with. I don't know. I I think in this situation, the most obvious problem in the room is Ford. Is what? Ford. Yes, it is. And that's why I want to find something to distract you with by helping. (laughs) And I don't. I see nothing. He's perfectly happy. Okay, moving on. I'm off to my gig. All right. Uh, yes, you are at the gig. So you go to the uh, funeral home, which is... What is the name of the funeral home? It is the Christian Morgan DePoy Christian Funeral Home uh, on 172nd Street. You get there, you see a bunch of uh, black folks uh, dressed to the nines for their funeral in their black uh, suits and dresses and such. A couple of uh, crying ladies being comforted by who you presume are their husbands or brothers. Uh, and some, a couple of musicians uh, milling about uh, one side of the funeral home. I head to the people I'm performing with. Yeah, so you get over there. Um, so the band leader is a na- man named. Oh, what's, uh, I didn't come up with the band leader's name. So uh, his name is. Uh, somebody give me a name. Harold. Harold. <laughs> Mr. Harold's. Not Harold Weston. Different Harold. 
I, I, I don't know. <laughs> His name's James Harold. Everyone James was like Harold. really slow on the on the draw for names, and now that <laughs> uh, d- different than the Harold that we have in Mister Smiley, also. I was gonna say you. no Harold. <laughs> There's a lot of Harolds in this game so far. Funny. That's cool. No James Harold. Serendipity. He's, uh, Serendipity. That's right. Uh, he's uh, he's uh, kind of putting together people together. He's uh, got himself a, a saxophone hanging on his uh, on his on his you know around his neck. Says, uh, "You here for the band?" Uh, yeah, I got a card saying there was a, a Southern style funeral going on. Yeah, this cat, Freddie Fayette. Uh, wow, it's a shame, man. He died young. Uh, I mean, not that young, but, uh, but, uh, left behind himself, a, a, a poor, poor young family. But, uh, yep. It's shame. has got to come for all of us at some point, but he's a good new Orleans fella. And, uh, he got his friends together to put things and we, we put, put together, a a nice, a nice, uh, little funeral for him. So you've been, you done one of these before? I'm from new Orleans. I've done plenty. Oh, you got it. So, you know, the. You know the program. Uh, it's going to be dirges on the way out and then upbeat on the way back. You know, celebration yeah, of life type stuff. So, so I got I got sheet music for you. What do you what what do you play? Uh, Susan. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, you, <laughs> you got a harness. Uh, you do have a harness, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No problems then. All right. I hate for you to have to be carrying this thing all the way out to the uh, cemetery. I've I've done again. I've done plenty of these funerals. I've done the marching. It's all good. You got it. Okay. Well, it looks like you know where it's at. Cool. Uh, so you're gonna be you're gonna be in the back, behind the uh, behind the uh, trombones, then in front. Uh, yeah, we need to actually start getting lined up. We're kind of behind the eight ball here. We gotta we gotta get going. Okay. So here's Somewhere he just shoves a he shoves a sheaf of sheet music in your hand. Has mm-hmm. near my God to thee and. Uh, on the front and a couple other all, sort of like somber hymn type things. And then in the back, it, yeah. And in the back, it's got some, you know, when the saints go marching and it, stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, start with the end. They're in page number order. So you know where, where to put it. Uh, yeah. So he's like, yeah, get, get lined up back there. You start going back to the back. Um, give me a spot hidden check. Spot hidden. All right. Uh, 39 under 45 success. Okay. Oh, as you're going back there, you see, uh, telltale, uh, Mr. Archie Zanzibar, um, you know, tuning up his, uh, his distinctive clarinet there uh, on the side with like two or three other clarinet players. He's just sort of a, you would, you recognize him from the club last night. Uh, he's the fellow oh, with the hello. interesting, Oh, we don't have uh, that much time to talk, but <laughs> hello. Uh, yeah, hi there, mister. Glad What'd to you see say your name was? Safe and sound. Uh, my name is Dusty. Oh, yeah. Oh, were you at the thing last night? Uh, yeah, uh, I know the drummer. Uh, oh, yeah, he's a good fella. Yeah, he's a good fella. Hey. I see. Yeah, yeah, I can't, didn't, didn't need him, but, uh, yeah, um, I see you're, uh, you're a horn player, huh? The big yeah, one. uh, Play tuba. I'm from New Orleans myself, so I've done these feelings before. Oh yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, glad to glad to see you here. Um, glad you're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I attempt a psych roll on him? 
because he Is seems it? a little Psychology. distant. Psychology. Got a 30. I knew there was a skill on the, that our party was missing before. <laughs> um, I got an 83, so no. He's just yeah, a little... Yeah. Sh- little you sh- got luck, don't you? I have luck, but I'm not burning <laughs> all 50 points to make it a success. Actually, Lucky since you. it's an 83, I can't. I would still be 33 over 30. Yeah, see, I should have hoped. I should have. I should have like burned all my luck to like shoot up the Rosty building. Yeah. Well, here's I don't your thing. I mean, I don't have psychology either, guys. So you can shoot Arthur Rosty and all you want, Arnold Rosty and all you want. His money's not there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> His money's in a vault on Wall Street. <laughs> oh, definitely. I don't know. I mean, it would have been. I feel like it would have been like one of those like shoot Charlie Chaplin moments kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, then uh, you know the universe changes in some way. Mm. Gonna talk about the how game is about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're gonna be about how, like, yeah, then Arnold Rothstein suddenly got shot by uh, some some uh, Harlem Harlem Hellfighter veteran yeah. in well, his building. Um, I say good luck to Archie, and I get in place to start a marching. All right, yeah. Tuning up, getting ready to go. All right, yeah. It's not. Uh, it didn't take that too long. Uh, meanwhile, uh, let's get back to what Reggie's doing. Yes, and uh, going to the crisis office. Okay, yeah, go up to the crisis office. Let's see if I can remember if I had Walter White there. Oh, yeah, Walter White's there. Uh, yeah, he's working on stuff. He looks very busy, though. He's like talking to a couple of people. He's uh, hi, Mr. White articles. Uh, hi, uh, Hey, it's been a while. Yeah, it sure has. Um, you're going to have to remind me. I'm sorry. Uh, Reginald Luther. Sorry, Reginald Luther, right? Sergeant yes. Reginald Luther. Yes, of the Hellfighters. Yes, thank you for yep. your service. Uh, what, uh, what can I do for you? Well, um, I just wanted to uh, just talk about um, the work, because I know we didn't get in, getting much work uh for our ser- for my service, uh, you know, after the the investigating the Apollonian, so just wanted to. Yeah, I guess that all kind of worked out, right? I heard they, there was some kind of burglary there or something. Yeah, a couple something nights like ago. That. I don't know. But, um, none of my business, really. Well, um, yeah, I just want to uh, talk with. Um, I guess. Uh, I guess the thing I'm asking for is if there's any uh, work out of out of state than you need um you know or, I might have something coming or at least up in- some uh some as well as also some uh you know good uh letters of recommendation for when i uh start applying to to places for, yeah uh, uh roll me, roll me persuade. I'm persuade well it's a good thing i have no persuade but <laughs> tons of luck uh, do do I have ten percent. I will spend ninety points of luck on this. <laughs> God damn it! Weird. It's like it. I need to. I need to make. I need to set up my golden parachute. Damn it! Well, you better roll for that Let's golden see. parachute. Uh, not bad. Oh, not not bad. So you only have to spend twenty-two. Yeah, only You're, twenty-two points. Well, twenty-one. Well, twenty-one. You just gotta get down to it. Right? Well, no, yeah. because well, I don't you, know. Do, you, do I want to spend more to make it a uh, hard success? Yeah. yeah, that's the question. That's you question. Um, absolutely. I'll make it oh, okay. an extreme success. I'll, over it down. Spend I'll all, spend 30. 
30 points luck. He's like, you know what? Um, I apologize for the fact that I felt like I treated you a little rudely here. I understand your ambition, and I, I think it's admirable. It's good stuff. Um, we are currently in a financial situation that makes it a little difficult for us to just support people uh mm. schol- you know, sc- scholarships and stuff in the way that we'd like to if you could convince uh maybe somebody to donate a little money to the organization uh then uh we could make sure that uh you're right in line to make use of those funds great uh yeah I think that'd be, I think I could probably do something there. Yeah. I um, mean, the more the better, obviously, but, mm-hmm. you know, we'd be grateful for anything substantial. Uh, yeah, no, uh, that's, that's good to know. Um, yeah. And thank in you. In the meantime, if there's anything we can do to help you out in that sort of pursuit, just, uh, let us know. Well, I mean, uh, letters recommendation and obviously, uh, I mean, as, as, uh, um, you know, uh, Mr. Uh, du Bois or, D- this is, it's Dubois, right? Dubois, right? Yeah, Dubois. As Mister Dubois said, Dubois. I mean, you know, whole goals to to be part of that uh that talented ten percent. So if he can, yeah. you know, get me introduced to the other the other people already in that ten percent, that'd be uh <laughs> that'd be a uh, mighty fine fa- favor for me. Yeah, the other nine percent. <laughs> yeah, the other nine percent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh well absolutely and i'd be willing to do that and uh like i said anything you can uh, if you can you can manage to drum, drum up a, a nice little uh donation to the to the mm-hmm. organization and I think as well as also i mean uh fine. i mean not only i mean it's uh I, I mean i'd certainly also be willing to talk as a you know as also a veteran who's been mm-hmm. uh unfortunately not as uh well respected by the country i serve for except for uh you know the community here in harlem but yeah um, understandable certainly you can yeah if there's uh yeah. you know possible to promote like a uh, public speaking or type game oh certainly yeah that would be that'd yeah, be certainly would be great i'd certainly be willing to talk about my experiences and how uh you know how uh how they treated us a lot uh a lot better up, up in france let me tell you you got it. Well, I'll put the it's word a, in for you with Dubois. I like it. Reggie just gets distant. It's like it's, well, you know, as as he's like they treated me so well there. Why did I come back? <laughs> as as that's just like it is mine. Like why did I come back here? <laughs> shooting there. monsters in the nice aliens, part of the world. <laughs> in the nice part of the world. Yeah, <laughs> where the war got to end. <laughs> yeah, and it wouldn't be till another twenty years, like thirty years, before the next thing happens. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, I'll put your put the word in for you with the big man, and uh, obviously, if there's anything we can do for you, just let us know. Uh, oh, as, certainly. Uh, well, it's it's it. just uh, you know I, uh, I you know I just uh, I got plans, and I want to try to try to yeah. Set, you don't enact those plans, right? You, you know, bet it. Yeah, good. you need. You know. You know what I mean. As far as any uh, practical help we might give you in the next couple of days, if you're as you're pursuing what, uh, oh, of course, whatever you're doing right now. So yeah, we're mm-hmm. here for you. We're yeah, here all right. for thank you, Sergeant. Always, always are. All right. Well, thank you so much. I do have to get these uh, these poems proofed. All right. Yeah, but thank you very much, Mister White. Yeah, thanks. And I leave, and then I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> well, I mean, at least I have a way, you know, Mister uh, Mister Rothstein and an active uh, 
Jewish and uh, black uh, African American solidarity can uh, help right. support us. That's right. Mm. Great. If you can find a great deal of money someplace. <laughs> that, yeah, place. wherever it could be. A lot of doors for you. They don't need doctors right. in the mob, do they? Uh, you know, actually, <laughs> they sometimes do. But oh, well, you don't say. Uh, I'm fat. Great. <laughs> All right, so back to uh, back to Ford and Grant sitting there developing uh, developing foot photographs. Looks like they're just about ready. What 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 are you looking for in your Bobby. shots? Well, I'm I'm just going, I'm just going shot by shot, looking mm-hmm. like I I don't remember where in the chain I took the photo, so I'm just like gotcha. So yeah, the first th- the first few are these nice uh, looking photographs of Queenie St. Clair. A uh, few few just sort of solo shots of her in the outfit she was in, uh, looking all glamorous. And then some of the, you all together clustered around the table, uh, leaning in, taking uh, everybody grinning. Uh, you got some pictures of the band. You got some pictures of the crowd. Uh, and then you have a picture uh, quite distinctively of a man standing in the doorway with a puff of smoke coming out from uh, the hand that he's holding about head, about waist high uh, and a very surprised look on the face of uh, Mr. Uh, Myron Bartlett. And that looks oh. like the, the shot in question. It's a shot... Uh, it's shot fourteen. Um, huh. 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 Okay. 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 Here, uh, I, I slide forward uh, the little like eyepiece that I use to look at the contact sheet. Mm. Uh, I point at the the photo. Like, do do you do you recognize the uh, the shooter there? I don't know who he is. Ford. Do I? Time for Harlem lore. Uh, that always goes so well. I'm freakish. Oh, I'm five. Okay. I think that's it an extreme. Does go well. Were you like at summer camp with him? You zoom and enhance. Yep, that's an extreme success. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you know this guy. Holy crap. All right. Uh, Joey Lombardino. Aha. And this is the guy that was pulling the trigger? Yup. Well, won't that please Queenie to know? (laughs) What do I know about this fella? Uh, You know that he works at... Sorry. I've never heard of a place called Sorry. Go on. Uh, sorry, I was typing something. Uh, I know. Joey Lombardino works for Casper Holstein. And that name sounds familiar. Casper Holstein is the primary competitor to Queenie Sinclair in uh, Harlem Numbers Racket. Awesome. So there's a third player. Yeah. Yeah, Casper Holstein, uh, the first uh, numbers game operator in Harlem, uh, mm-hmm. still very, very uh, 
very, very prosperous, although has recently sort of been eclipsed by Queenie Sinclair. Um, he is a very, very well-respected man. So he's a mob boss, mm-hmm. but he's a really, really active philanthropist. How is Queenie's and, reputation in comparison? Well, people like Queenie too. Like they're both. Oh, there we go. Popular okay. Yeah, I mean, like average. community engagement is like kind of an important job of being in a, mo- a mob boss yeah. at this time. Yep. Yeah, Queenie probably has a better like P- active PR operation than uh-huh. Holstein does, just because like she ob- she's like she works really hard <laughs> on her image. Yeah, she works um, extremely hard. Yeah. But Casper is also like he's like like if you were going to have a if you were going to have a a an organized crime racket in your your community if you had to have one like you would choose Casper Holstein to be the guy in charge of it. Got it. He's uh he's as he's basically as far as most people uh are concerned he's about the uh most honest gangster there is. Um, really straightforward. Uh, he can be brutal. He can be ruthless. Uh, he can be violent, but never when never uh, unnecessarily so is in in his reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, tries to do what he feels is best for the people of Harlem. He's, he feels like he's providing them with uh, services through the oh. uh, the numbers racket that uh, sort of in in a certain sense is uh, a substitute for banking. Because if you're um, if you're right. buying numbers every day, you can it's a it's a, a it's in a sense sort of like an investment. Yeah. Yeah. What's his relationship to Rothstein? Uh neither Queenie nor Holstein have a good relationship with Rothstein. Well, that's understandable. Rothstein, for one thing, kind of operates on a higher uh, scale than they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he would very much like to get into. Uh, he would very much like to get into Harlem, as evidenced by him trying to plan an accountant uh, here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now Casper and Queenie, they have a competitive relationship, but they've never like had. They've never been at war with each other, which they've makes never... me think that maybe, maybe this was either personal or Holstein knows something about Myron that would be. Uh, that making it necessary to remove him from the equation. He's working for Rothstein, which I don't know yet. How much of this are you saying out loud? Or are I'm you just like you're I'm just going, like you're just sitting there spinning? Yeah, I'm like, well, Joey Lambardino, let me think. And I'm off in never never thought land. Uh, I'm gonna be trying to go go to uh, Grant's place once I've done. Huh. So do well, any okay. anything else from that uh Ethan? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know that Joey is a low-level member of Holstein's organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a he's Italian, uh, okay. so like he's not probably part of the he's definitely not part of the trusted inner circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he definitely works for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so the driver is likely also one of Holstein's guys. Oh yeah. Okay. Certainly. So, I mean, if unless Joey was somehow doing this on his own, and you, you know that Joey Lombardino is not a he is not a uh, creative independent man. figure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he's not. The, he's not an entrepreneur. <laughs> okay. Well, if he's just gonna sit lost in thought, I'm gonna look at the last of the few, last of the photos, and I did take pictures of the dead guy rising. Yeah. Just tell me at what point I get there. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as you look at the last few pictures here, you can roll me sand again. Yay. And, and after he does that, I, I will reveal my conclusions such as they are. All right. I, I succeed on the sand check. Okay. <laughs> so you're good. Uh, th- what, what sh- you remember, you know, seeing him, you know, sort of thrashing around, getting blood all over everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you didn't see in person, but that you see on the photograph is there's what, what looks like you, you first take it to be some kind of error in the image, you know, a smudge or whatever, uh-huh. right in the middle of his forehead. Oh, but when you look closer, you look closer at it, and it's some sort of... It's actually something on his forehead that's, like, shining. Huh. I'm going to have to blow this up, I think, to myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and it's so Ford. So, so Ford... You, go on. Do you, do you need... I can't give you the contact sheet. It's like too small to make an ID. For no, no, I understand people. that. I can blow this up for you. Do you need that? Like what? Like which which one of these? It's what number fourteen and. I don't know that I necessarily need that. I know who the guy is. Let me tell you. So, oh, okay. So he works for Holstein, and Holstein and Queenie don't have a negative relationship. So this is really weird. Which you know it already was before the, the Myron got up and walked around. Oh the the whole oh whole the guy the guy I see publishing in the crisis sometimes yeah yeah oh yeah yeah you've seen his byline yeah okay um well so oh, do do you have anything after about him getting up afters do I have anything what, uh, what do you have any of the photos where he was getting up because I was Where's just the- I just focused on the the one where he was you know who shot him. Oh yeah, yeah. I it mean, like you I found something else there. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, there's, it's, it's a little unusual. It's a little unusual. Okay. Maybe uh, like a maybe a trick of the light or a trick of the flash. Uh, I mm. point out like the. the, the you know, I thought that once, and I you don't want to know. But yeah, no, it wasn't a trick. Um, so do I uh, do I get a look at the whole glowing thing on his forehead? Reflecting yeah, roll me sand. Sand, yeah. I have no occult, so. Uh, 48, no problem. You're fine. Okay. Roll, you could roll me Cthulhu with those. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say occult, but let's try I the hard one I have neither occult nor Cthulhu. I have both. I have both. Um, let's see. 1D100. We're looking for. Oh, darn. The bad luck did not make that. <laughs> not that one. So, uh, no. It's, uh, it's some sort of glowing something shining off of his forehead. Mm-hmm. If you can't make it out, I mean, like. Again, this is a contact. These are tiny. Right, right, right. I you can blow this up because the resolution's there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So j- just just let me know what to do, right? With this, I mean, definitely the one where we got whatever that's going on. Um, anything that sure. helps us figure out what's going on there sure, will sure, help sure. us make sure the next one doesn't move very far, <laughs> or there so, isn't the next one. You know. Are it, so okay. So you're saying next one as if that could happen, but like. Honestly, couldn't this just be like, like he missed the heart? He's just sort of like freak. He was tumbling. quite 
dead. I mean, Reggie has done battlefield medicine and he's like, nope, he's dead. And I looked through the hole and there was the, that was where the heart's supposed to be. He was dead. You like looked through the hole? Well, into it. It just, it was, that was a lot of blood, but did it was like pretty close. Did you like have a flashlight? Like what? Yeah, Why that's fair. That's fair. I mean, just look, just stare it into the abyss, you know, like you do. Yeah, um, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't, I've never for the had best. the impulse yeah. to. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, he was definitely dead. Um, okay, if you say so. But uh, maybe maybe that would be more apparent on a larger photograph anyway. Yeah, yeah, fair. Um, you know, there's a couple of good ones of you and your friend Reg. Do you want some of that? I think you don't know. Uh, and honestly, those should be lost as best as possible because, you know, we've already got way too much negative attention. I mean... If you want to blow it up to make sure that w- what our story is is true, that I mean, that's up to you, but... Okay. M- meanwhile... Interesting level of work I'm being asked to do for free. Uh, I didn't say it was free. Well, I didn't hear anything about any payment. Well, you didn't ask anything about a payment. How much would you usually charge for this sort of stuff? Uh, I I can look up rates, actually. Let's find out. (laughs) Um, Anyway, if that's within Ford's credit rating, he will just cover it and not worry about it. I imagine you can afford this. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, I'm hoping Reggie with his money. If only someone had a uh, full full of, uh, yeah, big wad of money. Yeah. $60. That's right. What does Mr. Jackson say about this? Uh, (laughs) Dusty Boyer, though, you are off. What year is it again? It is 1925. Okay. While you're looking that up, let's go to uh, Dusty Boyer working an actual job. Hey, <laughs> the young <laughs> one actually doing work. You're taking hey, Ford's uh, working. You're taking. <laughs> he's the, not getting paid. Taking the slow, uh, slow procession down uh, to the cemetery. This is uh, out out west, uh, northwest of Harlem, kind of along the river. Uh, there's some parkland and stuff out there that still hasn't been developed. Uh, Working your way through uh, a collection of very sad, sad hymns. Uh, you could roll me uh, your music Art skill. tuba? Yep. That is a uh, 27 under 40. Okay. Um, for giggles, I'm going to make that... I'll spend seven to make it a 20 to make it nice. a hard success because okay. I like that. So uh, a couple of things you notice uh, in the course of playing. Uh, so this, the sheet music that uh, Harold gave you, uh, this is some like, this is not very good sheet music. Like this is, these are probably unlicensed versions of these hymns that look like they've been copied out multiple times, mimeographed back and forth, uh, pretty poorly used and probably probably bad copies in the first place. Pretty cheap. Um, it's kind of hard. If you didn't know the songs already, if they weren't uh, pretty familiar to you already, uh, you'd have a tough time uh, following along. And um, truth be told, uh, this is not the tightest musical ensemble you've ever been a part of 
uh a lot of the especially the trombonist like there's a trombonist who's standing in front of you who just keeps he just keeps messing he's 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 all over the place uh he's he's throwing people off um well it's a good thing there's a sousaphonist who is laying down the beat <laughs> unless that's right you're doing drum, a f- but i suspect the drum is also not doing so great yeah the so drum I, is a little <laughs> off but like you are you are leading the band <laughs> you are yeah you're seriously by force of will and volume uh you're trying to trying to hold it together uh and doing a doing a passable job of it actually do a pretty good job of it and uh uh, it takes them a while, you know, after 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 a couple of blocks of this, you know, three or four blocks, you're through a couple of tunes. People are starting it. People are starting it to, to get it together. People are starting to listen to each other a little bit better and get a handle on it. Um, the marching cadence, people start getting into it. So it's a little easier to keep a keep a steady, uh, steady rhythm going. Northern uh, in, during a during a long rest northern boys i swear to god <laughs> yeah <laughs> can't trust guys from up here <laughs> but uh you know you do hear uh after a while uh things are kind of getting together and then you hear finally there's 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 at least one other person in this ensemble who knows what they're doing uh the clarinet player uh, you can hear it's actually it's a very distinctive actually now that you start listening for it it's a very interesting sound like because you hear the normal clarinet uh sound and then somebody's playing the sort of sort of counter harmony uh down low way down low almost like a bass clarinet but not quite that low but like in between uh and it's it's nice it's it's working uh whoever that is you start looking around you realize that's got to be Zanzibar's playing you know with that Weird. long Whatever that is, he's playing. You didn't get a good look at it earlier. You remember last night, you kind of noticed it, but didn't have time to really uh, take a close look at it before uh, things started popping off. But uh, yeah, you're trying to you're trying to get a good look at him as he's as he's going along while still trying to you know lead the band <laughs> from your default position. Uh, and yeah, um, he just starts as you're starting listening to it. Roll me, roll me, Sam. All righty. Sam is currently at 43, and that is an ot four. Ooh, nice. Gain one point of Sam. Yay. It's a parody. It is, it is refreshing to hear somebody, even in, you know, this sort of bog standard church music that you guys are playing. Like, this guy knows. He's kind of you can tell he's on a different level than everybody else. And it's just good to good to hear somebody like that. Um, somebody who's really got some. And, and you know, as you go along, he starts to get a little bit more. Um, he's, he's starting to get, uh, you know, a little bit more fancy with it. Some more sophistication. Um, he starts to play a little bit of a counter melody to the uh, to the other uh, the other voices. Um, he's not trying to blend in so much as he's trying to accent accentuate. Uh, and it sounds, it sounds really good. Um, uh, and people are starting to really get into it. Um, you see, uh, you see the widow of, uh, of the dead man, uh, Mr. Uh, it's, uh, Mrs. Fayette. She sort of looks back at you at, at all of you guys, uh, as you stop, you know, at an, a, 
out of, out of side street, take a little rest for a second. She looks back at you all and sort of gives you a nod. It seems like she's sort of sort of feeling the uh, the comfort of the music. You proceed forward again and strike up the next uh, hymn. Um, Just a closer walk with thee. This one actually, you know, for a, for a it's a good uh, it's a good old fashioned hymn, but it does actually have a little bit of swing to it. Uh, sure at does. Least, uh, it can. If somebody's willing to give that, and it's possible to swing it a little bit without making it sound, you know, un, un him like, uh, get it. You can start getting it going a little bit, get a little bit of that, uh, a little bit of that, that pep in your step. Uh, you're kind of, you're, you're more than half done. You can see the, you can see the, uh, graveyard from here. Uh, and it's starting to sound a little good, starting to sound a little good. And, uh, for just a second, in between one of the uh, measures, uh, Archie takes what's almost a solo, just a little, you know, just a little coloratura fill, just a, three or four notes just in there. Uh, but it stands out, and it stands out so beautifully. And then the pallbearer on the back left side of the casket stumbles. And kind of, uh oh, kind of, yeah. Somebody kind of gets over there, tries to get him. A couple of the other pallbearers, they start like kind of. You're not quite sure. It looks like they're kind of freaking out or something. They like move back and they're trying to like. They look like they might all fall down. They're trying to keep the keep the casket from from collapsing. Uh, and then they like they kind of step back from it a little bit. They look. They put it down on the ground. Uh, they get it down on the ground and they're like, oh, whoa, whoa what's going on? And you hear this like scratching sound coming from the inside of the casket. So now you can roll me sand again. Yeah, weird. Uh, okay, that's a one in the ones place and a 20 in the tens. So 21, I made it. Okay, you're good. You're hanging in there. Something's crazy is going on. There's a sound coming from the, from the, uh, the casket. Uh, it's kind of scratching, you know, scribbling sound. And there's like, is there a rat in there? We better. All right, folks. So the, so the, uh, the, the, the funeral director, uh, kind of comes up to try to take the, take, take control of the situation. He's like, all right, all right, folks, step, step, step back, step back. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm afraid we're going to probably have to open this, uh, this casket up. I'm, I'm very sorry, ma'am. Uh, it's going to be all right. You know, I'm sure we'll get this all set up. You know, people are starting to starting to get uh, upset by this. Uh, some people are mumbling and some women are, are crying. Mm-hmm. He gets a couple of the pallbearers to stand forward uh, and uh, open up the, the latch on the side of the casket. Opens it up and Mr. Freddie Fayette, dressed in his funeral clothes uh, with his with this uh, gray, bloodless face, uh, sits straight up in the coffin. Starts looking around at people. <laughs> he says, "He starts. He's like whispering something. It's like what's what's happening? Where where am I?" Uh, this is a separate sand check. Yes, this is a new sand check. Ooh, that's a 59. 
<laughs> not so, so great. No. Okay, so I'm going to say this is uh, just one uh, because uh, you're thinking this must have been like one of those mistaken, you know, death things where it's like he's he was he he wasn't actually dead. He was just fainted. People's like he were going to bury him. He was he's what? alive. What the hell? His, he wasn't dead. His, yeah. His wife uh, sort of steps forward. She lifts her veil up. She's like, Freddy? Is, is that you? And he looks at her. And this, like, this expression of, like, rage and, and like, terror comes over his face. Oh no. And he says, Lizzie, why did you poison me? And he like lurches forward at her, kind of like knocking over the coffin, sort of pitching out on the highway and sort of crawling toward her. She screams, uh, starts backing away from him. And he starts like crawling toward her along the ground. So you can roll another sand check. <laughs> God. <laughs> 91. Okay. So roll me. Actually, now roll me uh, an intelligence check. We'll see if you get a, uh, div- a, a insane insight. No, I don't think this is going very well for a funeral. So the bad news is you're going to lose six points of sanity and have a bout of temporary insanity here. <laughs> the good news is you might be able to get something out of this. Oh, yeah. Yay? Look, I, we need a third. We need like a third instance of the dead rising to establish a pattern. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's true. We need an N of three. Yep. That way it's statistically significant or whatever. That's right. Actually, we need as bad. I think actually, like minimum in for like statistical significance is like ten. To be honest, but it depends on the type of experiment. So what's my test. Generally, you want more. Yeah, you always <laughs> so want a larger sample Never. size. Uh, <laughs> this has been a statistical power discussion on technical difficulty. Hey, here's science what you, majors. So you so you made your intelligence roll? Yeah, I made not nine. Oh yeah, you're great. Okay, so uh, here two things happen at the same time. You realize a that this is in fact a dead man who has come back to life somehow. Uh, as you're looking at him, you're sort of staring at him, and you sort of see almost like you know how after you look at us at the sun and then look away, there's this spot that remains in your vision. Uh, it's like that, except it's something like that in the middle of his forehead. It's some. It's like some. It's like the negative image of something you can't see. Uh, but it's something glowing in the middle of his forehead. Uh, and Great, as he fantastic. steps forward, you can tell that if you, if no one does anything, he is going to kill his wife. Uh, he is like, he's like, scr- you know, scrabbling forward with like clawed hands, uh, like he's like he's bent on her murder. Uh, he also he swing- claimed that she murdered him yeah 
So you just swing into action uh, with just involuntarily stepping forward and just beating his head in with the bottom of your of your of your Asus phone. Yeah, it's not a crime to attack a dead person. So yeah, you know. he's just uh, and you just don't stop until he stops moving, uh, and then you give him a couple more for good measure. And you look around at the crowd, and people start to scream and run. Weird. And you find yourself once more in uh, in command of your fa- of your faculties, <laughs> standing over this corpse. With its head, with its skull bashed in, uh, with the blood all over the bottom of your tuba. Uh, you look around, you see a lot of the musicians, some of them have fled, some of them are still sort of standing there, staring. That's gonna be a bitch to clean. What do you yeah, do? It's, it's gonna be gonna expensive be- to repair. You can have like a dented sousaphone. Um, I look to Lizzie. It could be one of those things where it actually makes the sound better, like some kind of legendary. Uh, oh, well. it sure won't. <laughs> she looks. She looks up at you with a face just white as a sheet, and she whispers, "How did he know? Did you hear that? Oh yeah, no, I did. Delightful. <laughs> Maybe it was intuition. Good." Get it, get it away from me. I think that's the funeral director's job, ma'am. <sighs> yeah, so he's like standing next to you. Uh, you can roll me psychology. Uh, sure. Oh, keep in mind, whenever you pass a, a, a roll, uh, check the yes. box. Passing is checking, not failing. Yeah. Uh, that's 23. So that, I but that includes... It. That includes if you uh, spend luck to succeed, you still get to do it that way. Correct. Uh, um, I did make it on a 23 under 30. Okay. Yeah. So you realize that he is trying to decide whether he should call the police now or wait until uh, things have kind of been reorganized here. Uh, but he's looking at you and he's looking at this bloody tuba and he's thinking maybe you just murdered this guy. But then he's also thinking maybe you just solve the problem for him, but he just doesn't know what to make of it. Like he's sort of standing there at a loss. Um, I put my, I put my my hand on his shoulder. Oh, buddy. Didn't you, you dressed him. You saw his. Yeah. um, You saw the funeral direction. You can't tell. You saw his autopsy scars. He was, he was dead and he came back. He was, he was dead. I swear right. he was dead. You know it, and I know it, and he just tried to attack that lady. Now, he was in the morgue in the freezer for three days. Yeah, that sounds like a dead man. So why don't you put him back in? We'll put him in the ground, and we'll let it go. All right, roll me persuade, or fast talk. <laughs> or intimidation. <laughs> He was intimidation. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't have persuade. I do have fast talk, but my intimidation is at a forty-five. So, do you want to join him? Uh, that's much? twenty-two, which is both oh. hard success, and isn't that <laughs> now matches? Right, not Delta Green, not Delta Green, but yeah. it is a hard success. But yeah, that's a hard success. So yeah, no, he's like, okay, yeah. So 
Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for this uh, confusion, but it looks like uh, we can just go ahead with things, okay? Uh, I think just a just a terrible accident, but uh, it's a close we'll casket all, funeral now. This will all get sorted out. Uh, yeah, and he's sort of like hauling the body back into the casket. Uh, one of his other guys sort of gives pitches in and helps him. They put get him back in there. They close the thing down, and they uh, there's like ah oh, yeah the the. The, the the music guy is like we're not gonna we're gonna go ahead and go home <laughs> yeah the I think show's like, yeah, it's over pro- that's probably for that's probably for the best um i'll go over t- since we're in an alley i'll <laughs> shuffle through a uh, trash can to find a rag and just clean off the bottom yeah okay pitch it <laughs> Ain't yeah, no so DNA. <laughs> no such thing as DNA in twenty five. They'll just find a bloody rag in an alley. It won't be the same. <laughs> won't be the first. Yeah, they won't, they won't discover DNA. Well, they won't know that it's. They won't. Uh, I, I would say that the funeral director has a way of dealing now. with blood and getting rid of it. Yeah, sir. I would yeah, hope. So. I would hope. Look, it, it it was just like one of those uh, coffin carrying fails, like in those uh, YouTube videos. Uh. No one knows what I'm talking about. Okay, I great. do. I do. Oh no, I yeah. do. Yeah, I'm just not acknowledging. It. Wow. Yeah. So they scoop him back into the casket. Uh, they say that uh, this is gonna be a this we're gonna we're, this better be a private affair from here on out. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. But uh, y'all can go home. Uh, Harold, the band leader's like, uh, oh, uh. Yeah, uh, y- y'all folks who are still left, uh, I guess here, um, he, he starts handing out, he starts handing out paychecks, like not checks, but like, yeah, he starts, starts handing what? out bills. Yep. There's like f- only four guys who haven't like already fled the scene. Uh, there's you. one of them a certain clarinetist? Yeah, there's uh there's you, there's Archie, there's the terrible uh there's terrible trombone player guy. <laughs> and there's a and there's a uh there's a trumpeter. Yeah. Um you wanna look at the other musicians? Oh yeah. Get a read on them. That would be uh psychology again. If you want. Ot four, except for the first roll, I can read people tonight. I guess. Okay, yeah, no, it's going. Uh, so yeah, the other the Archie looks like he's he looks like he's in another world. Like he is like he looks like a he looks like he is a spectator to the situation, uh, just taking it all in, like not blinking. Just kind of looking around. He looks incredibly calm, like, like unnaturally calm. Uh, and just kind of looking around, a slight, like air that. Of conf- slight air of confusion on his face. But it's like, you know, of people who like are so faded on like, on like heroin or something that they don't really know what's going on. It's like that, but he doesn't look sleepy. <laughs> he just doesn't look like he's really here right now. Great. And the other three? Uh, they look normal. <laughs> I mean, as normal as they could be, they look shaken up. But they look like normal person shaken up, like they just had the experience that they had. 
Zanzibar looks like maybe he had some other kind of experience. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I don't think I like him that much. Um, well, uh, there's only Stay five there of us left. That clarinet. Yeah. Oh well, I'm gonna get home. I got. I gotta get home to the missus. Says the says the trombone player. The other one's kind of beat out of there. Zanzibar's just sort of like standing there. He watches as they just take the body, put him in the casket, keep and take him, hustle him down the street toward the, toward the, the the cemetery. He's just sort of standing there, watching him go, holding his clarinet. Archie, Archie. Oh, uh, you said your name was Dusty, wasn't it? It is. What? What do you think just happened? I think I just saw a man rise from the dead and tried to kill the woman who murdered him. Is that what he was talking about? I really could, didn't hear too clear. I was standing in the back. Um, blinking, not acknowledging the fact that I was farther back than him because I was literally in the back. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I got good ears, I guess. Oh. Comes to the territory. He was dead? Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I could tell. And the funeral director mentioned he'd been in the morgue three whole days. Three days in the morgue, just like Lazarus in the tomb. I guess... Oh. Well, my goodness, that's a that's a strange thing. It is. And now we're on the street, alone. So we should probably head back. I need to head back to the parlor to get my case. You probably left your case there. Oh, so. uh, oh, yes, I, I did. Thanks. Uh, yeah, do you mind coming with me? I'm, I don't want to rock all the way back by myself. I don't feel safe. Well, uh, certainly can. i always fond of helping people feel safe, giving him a lascivious wink. Thank you. He doesn't pick up on whatever you use. Oh, of course out. I know. He's <laughs> picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> he, it's, he and that's, almost, that's almost more the fun for Dusty, because he knows this faded guy is not picking like, it up. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he looks like he, he got the he he found he found the good viper and took all of it. Um, <laughs> um I, that's why I stick to alcohol. I don't want to get that faded. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. So he just kind of walks back, um, holding his holding his clarinet. Uh, doesn't say anything. He just sort of walks in silence down the street with you. This is your first time doing a, a New Orleans-style funeral, Archie? They well, usually don't my, go this way. It's my first one up here in New York. They don't do them very often up here. It's only it's only fellas from down south ever ask for them. No, they it's don't. my understanding. It's a pity. But uh, I used to do them a bunch down there uh, in, before I moved up here. Oh. When I was a kid. Where are you from? Ah, I'm from Baton Rouge. Ah, I'm from New Orleans itself. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I got down there a bunch. I was born in Baton Rouge. Spent a bunch of time down in New Orleans. But uh, wow. yeah, I used to play at the yeah. Cafe Lafitte. Oh, that's a nice place. Yeah, uh, which, I never got to play there. Which anachronistically for the listeners is the country's oldest gay club, but wasn't open until the thirties, but we're playing it yeah. in alternate dimensions. So well, shrug emoji.jpg. Oh yeah. Anyway, I've lived there quite like, a bit. Oh yeah. I hear that's, I hear that's a nice place. I didn't get over there very often. I didn't really ever go there, but I heard it was, I heard it, it was a good gig. Oh yeah. Played there. Slung, slung drinks. It was a good game. Oh, if you ever get to go yeah, back I'll... down there sometime. Okay, yeah, sure. I mean, I don't know. I I probably won't ever leave this city. I think this is my new home. Oh. Yeah, my mom, when my mama and I came up here, I uh, felt like we'd make a new life for ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, she's not going anywhere. Sort of looks, but casts a, 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 he casts a meaningful glance back over his shoulder toward the graveyard. My condolences. Yeah. Thank you. But also, you know, this place is just so inspiring to be up here. There's so much going on. There's so much energy, so much enthusiasm. Inspiring wouldn't be the first word I'd use for up here, but I I mean, I dig, I dig. Oh, port, port places. There are very special places that are very inspiring. I found one of them. I lived there. Oh. Yes, it... It helped me find new, new inspirations for my music. It was such a wonderful place to live, but I'm afraid the magic has gone out of it. Oh, that's a shame. Yes, it's all right. I, I think I got everything I can get out of it. And you know, I was afterwards. Uh, you know, I was feeling some some despair, feeling some uh, some sadness, feeling that uh, that I wasn't going to be able to recapture that magic. But uh, there's so many nice and pleasant people up here, and one of them really helped me out. <laughs> oh, ben and Dan, I have an idea. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, got me this. Got me this beautiful new clarinet. It's very beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I failed that check back in the club, but I do You're a lot closer now. Since you are like standing next to him now and like have time to like examine it, you can make another check. Uh, art tuba as art music. Yeah. Uh, that is a 38 under 40, barely. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Uh, he, sure. yeah, you look down at it. Uh, it is a quite a heck of an instrument. It's very distinctive. Uh, it's longer and a little bit thicker than a normal clarinet. Uh, it's so like a normal clarinet's B flat, like what you mm-hmm. think of as a soprano clarinet. They make, uh, they make, uh, yeah, they make deeper clarinets that are bigger. Uh, this is not one of those. This is not like a baritone clarinet. This is something, something, something in between there. If you were to guess, you're going to guess it's probably like either a G or an A uh, tune. So it's a little bit deeper than a B flat uh, normal clarinet, but uh, kind of intermediate. But you also notice it has this really distinct pattern uh, of the keys. Um, 
you're not a professional clarinetist, so you don't know the different. You know, there, you know, there's multiple ways of doing the vowels on a clarinet. Uh, but this is uh, very distinctive, and it's done in different kinds of of uh, of metal. Like there's th- at least three different colors of metal that you see, maybe four uh, of the different keys and uh, stops and valves on it. Pretty sure. I don't know metallurgy that great, but I don't think that's how instruments work. <laughs> You've never seen a clarinet like this. It is. It looks like an absolutely gorgeous piece of art. Like it looks. Oh, no it's doubt. probably. It's probably the best looking instrument you have ever seen. <laughs> uh, and uh, but the fact that it's actually practical at all, and the fact that you you you've heard the sounds that were coming out of it at least two performances now, and that they, is they are a great. Very specialized piece of kit, Archie. Yeah. And he just gave uh, it to you? It was Johnny Dodds. I ran into him up here. He said I could have it. Johnny Dodds. You are not going to have to roll for this. Johnny Dodds is a famous clarinetist. uh, Probably the most famous uh, current clarinetist on the national scene. Uh, He's also originally from New Orleans. Uh, You're not 100% sure where he is right now, but you feel like you would, uh, you, he's not, he's not a local New Yorker. He's not in the New York scene anywhere. Like maybe he's traveling here. What's Johnny doing up here? Well, I guess King and I guess handing out fancy clarinets to people. He felt, uh, needed him. I just, uh, my old one, I couldn't afford to get it repaired. Um, and I was, I was on the edge of despair and Mr. Mr. Dodds, he just uh, took pity on me. He gave me this beautiful th- instrument you see here. Hmm. Um, Looking right into the camera. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a wonderful piece of work, and I've, it's, I feel like it's inspired me once again. Now, of course, I'm still just sort of gigging around trying to find my feet i like that i like that ellington he's got some great ideas even if he is a little places if he even if he is a little conventional but uh i do he's given me a shot and i and i think Mm -hmm. he i think he likes me so hopefully what that all that nonsense happened last night doesn't uh doesn't uh put any sourness in his uh his whole situation i hope nobody blames him for that oh i don't think anybody can uh, i was actually going to talk to a few people about that i think a few people are going to try to see what exactly happened last night oh that would be good if you could figure out what the what what all what happened maybe that would put all that stuff behind us could move on that would be nice well we're back here so i need oh, to yes. rack up my tuba Take the train back to my apartment, and then I guess get a change and head out. Well, thank thank you, Mister Boyer. I really appreciated you uh, taking this little walk with me. I'm uh, you're welcome, Archie. I'm grateful, and uh, I, I'll be all right from here. I think I'll just I'll just catch the the train back to back to my apartment building. Sure thing. Here's my card. Oh, thank you. Uh, he looks around. He's like embarrassed. I don't, I don't, I don't have one. I can give you oh, no, my address. It's, fine. Though. it's an interesting bill. You'll be able to find it. It's a building called the Apollonian. Oh, sure. It's down no. on, uh, 
127th, I think. Okay. You can look it up. Uh, or you can ask a phone operator. They'll be able to tell you. Yeah. No, no, trust me. Uh, somebody back at the... Uh, you know, we never really did follow up the Avalonian. <laughs> you, you didn't, but I might. Uh, no, Honestly, somebody, we did not follow up. We really somebody did not. Lafayette told me, uh, making sure people can remember you is one of the easiest ways to keep getting gigs. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good thought. I, I hope I'm a memorable person. Oh, you are, Archie. Believe you me. Oh, will you stay safe out you. there? I will. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. And... Uh, Dusty will stand there muttering uh, about all the craziness that happened. And then as he's putting the Sousa away, muttering that he's going to have to get out the ball peen hammer and uh, smooth <laughs> things out when he has some time. <laughs> There's a dent. There's a couple of dents. <laughs> uh, first time it's ever been due to a body. <laughs> first time. There's a first time for everything. <laughs> In the city of New York, there always is. All right. So, flash. How much money did our... I make? <laughs> oh, you made a you made a pretty good amount. Actually, you made more than you're expecting because because <laughs> it was split five ways. All the people who left, uh, they he just passed out whatever more money he had to get it out of his pocket. He ended up about three three shares worth. So it's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good day financially. Speaking of finances, I lost myself looking at a 1924 Sears Roebuck catalog for photo <laughs> development and photo supplies. Nice. Um, just just for the sake of like expediency, I'm just going to say it's like a, a couple of bucks, maybe like three or four, because you've had me develop a whole roll of film for this thing. A lot of problem. Yeah, just tell me whenever I get get to you. You get there right. while they're working on the on the uh, just same, about the time. Same with Dusty. Yeah, yeah. I knock in, uh, Dusty. That, yeah, I knock on the door. It's open. You oh, don't, uh, if there's a little sign that says "open," just come in. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Hey, Mister Green. Hey, Ford. Hey, how was your morning? Mine was very surprising. Uh, now it's pretty pretty mundane morning. All things considered. Huh. Um, but uh, yeah, what you, would you guys find out? Well, oh, well, it's been a while. Uh, the fellow that was the shooter, it appear, you know, as far as I can tell from the photo, is Joey Lombardi, I think. Uh, Lombardino. Lombardino, there we go. Is the, word, is the name you gave me earlier, sir. Yep, and he works for Casper Holstein, mm. who is one of... Queenie's, um, I don't know, colleagues, rivals, but not really, because they they seem to get along pretty well, honestly. So it's weird. And Lombardino's not the kind of guy that has, you know, I don't know, ideas. Yeah, I see. Mm-hmm. And then there's oh. the other bit, you know. What's the other bit? The whole, uh, uh you'll, I mean, you'll see whole, when he gets the picture. Uh, Lazarus thing, uh, yeah, that, yeah. yeah look, you two are free to wait out here. Uh, it was Reggie, was it? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, you look like a man who has had water thrown in his face. I'll just let that be, I suppose. Oh, wow. Well, I didn't think I'd uh, gotten up that bad out of the. 
Under the bed. Oh no, that you was look, that was me. You look a little harrowed, man. Like someone just like rousted you out. Well, um, you know, just another day in New York, I guess. Okay. Anyway, well, uh, thank you for thank you for all your help, uh, Mr. Green. If you wanna, wanna it's, it's fine. It's open it's up fine. my wallet. And oh give my you gosh. ten dollars. Okay, oh. thank you. That should definitely cover it. Yeah, sorry hey, for thank you, Reggie. You know, uh, the imposition. You know. All right. Uh, just wait here a bit. I'll have a print for you. You want? You don't need. And and I'm, I'm just. This is an out of character reminder. They want hmm. the prince of the the zombie guy, and they want the prince of the shooter. Court. Yeah. Oh okay. uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll take a print. All right. And it would be ideal if the prints were, you know, the shots where we are appearing clearly, we're uh, lost, if you could. Yeah, it's certainly like a, a you know, good-sized print that I could... All uh, too many people know already. I.e. a print uh, that I could maybe put in an envelope and uh, send somewhere. Oh, of the of the shooter? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm also going to assume that... Uh, um. It's fine. We can ha- we can give you a print of that size. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, also, uh, Ethan, I would have uh, asked: is, is do I have a phone call, a phone conver- a phone number that I can call uh, Mister Rastin at? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, no. Obviously, it's stop not his over. Number, but <laughs> gave I mean, his <laughs> secretary or whomever. Obviously, not talk to him directly. Give you a number but... for someone who will pick up the phone and breathe into it to let you know they're there, and then you'll yeah. tell them whatever needs told. Yep. Um... All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I go into the back and do that. Just real quick. All right. Yeah, you get the blown up photographs. Yep. Great. Uh, do you, what? Do you have any points in a cult? No. Okay. I have no points in a cult. If only there was someone in here who knew about a cult. Who have no, a max of, fine. I just, well, you, you start uh, with two. five, no matter what. I do uh, have a five percent. I'll roll the five percent. You have your. I did not make five percent. No. Okay. That's fucking. Is uh, it worth it to get it? Uh no. I have 72%, just I haven't had the chance to roll it. Well, it's also near 11 o'clock, and we're going right, to be re-rolling so it. <laughs> you're going to be getting it in just a second. So, like, I come back out, the prints are dry, uh, I hand, I, I, I've i looked at this thing of, like, this guy being, like, resurrected with the mm. thing on his forehead. Does it look any yeah. different now? Uh, In, in the blown up one? Yeah. Uh, roll me an idea check, which is just your uh, int times five, which is I, no, I, actually, just your int, actually. I see it. Uh, that's a 92. I have no ideas. You have luck, don't you? I'm not going to He's say. lucky enough not to have made the roll. What are you saying? Uh, I, I mean, like, I, I don't know what to make of it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you're looking at this thing. It's like this. It's unmistakably. So it's like it's like he had a a light, like a light bulb in the middle of his forehead or something shining off or like gleam. Oh, if you're taking a picture of like a mirror or whatever and something's like but like. 
Weird. The pic- so, so, like, I the would expect you- to see that if someone was, like, just extremely greasy. Possibly. You look at the other pictures uh, before he got shot, that definitely wasn't there. Mm. You see the pic- in the picture of him getting shot, it's not there. Interesting. Okay, so so uh, getting shot does not typically make you additionally sweaty. That's that's not normal. No, yeah. So All like right. he pitches forward. Uh, it's possible he could have like sprayed something on his forehead while he was hitting, while he was in the table, but like. The blood, you can see the blood because the blood's dark all over it. Yeah, okay. And this thing is like, it's like a gleam coming off of him. Um, If only there was an occult person. All right, I bring this out. I bring this out to our occult person. All right. I I I bring the mafia photo, the shooter photo out as well. Yep. Here you go. That is a almost hard success and can be for a few points of luck if you think if it's necessary. Put the luck there. All right. Medvin. Do I need? I've got a, to get to that. I need a 30. Uh, so I'm spending five points of luck. All right. So. There's this thing that's visible only on photography, apparently, on the middle of his forehead. Uh-huh. Maybe it's some sort of light. A, maybe uh, it's some sort of uh, type of light that isn't normally visible to the human eye, but gets picked up by photographic equipment, kind of like, uh, you know, heavy like radiation sources. Okay, that sounds like up. a physics roll. Uh, well, that's that's not the main thing. The main okay. thing occurs to you on your your occult roll. Uh huh. Is that there's two different. There's two different sort of thing in the middle of your forehead uh, occult resonances. Uh-huh. Golems. The first is golems that you yeah. think of yeah. uh, that are supposed to have a, a letter or the name of God written uh, on their forehead, which animates yeah, them. Yep, yep. It's Yeah, truth. Or... And then the other one is in Eastern religions, there's the idea of the third eye in your forehead. Mm. which gives you some sort of perception beyond uh, normal senses. I don't know how useful that is after you're dead, but uh, okay. Well, you know who murdered you. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Are you saying any of this out loud? (laughs) Yes. This I will say out loud because that's not political. Okay. Like like, uh, a husband who found out how to... so okay. So, okay, you're saying it's a third eye. Oh, he said Joey before he died. So he knew... Mm-hmm. You rock into the middle of this conversation, Mr. Dusty. You're okay. So if, if they're the third eye and you're dead already, as you have Hello? As repeatedly claimed, Hey, uh, can like something else be like looking through the third eye after you're dead? Like, can like something yeah. else open it and go through? Yeah. That sounds kind of awful that yes, I, I, that would be the bad outcome. Sure. Instead of just you see through it, something else is seeing through you. But what I don't know why. But Wait, I don't know what? why I would animate you and pursue your killer. That's odd. The Hindus I mean, also believe in the transmigration of the soul, uh, mm-hmm. which is that when you die, your soul is released from your your physical body mm-hmm. and then goes into other realms and eventually gets reincarnated yeah, in other bodies. Everything. Yeah. Uh, but what if the soul got returned back to the body after it was dead? Oh, it got stuck there? That certainly wouldn't be a natural... Uh, uh, that wouldn't that's, be good. 
That wouldn't be considered a natural uh, state to be in. Uh, I'd have to say that I consider that very wrong. Yeah, yeah, surely nothing like that, but... Oh, I, I would not, I'm not saying nothing like that. I'm saying that would be very wrong and it may be happening. No, no, walk that back. Third eye and seeing your killer? Oh, um, see the photo? Yeah. Oh, yeah, hey, welcome to this, whatever this is. Um, did you want a portrait taken? Um, later on my own time, me and uh, Big Shot could use a picture. Yeah. I saw Plus, that today. Wait, now what? And I will info dump about the funeral. Oh. Uh, yeah, everybody roll sand. <laughs> yep. They always come in, you know, more than once. All y'all besides us. We never team. did fix the apple. Oh, that's a fail. That's this a fail. Is just a just a one. If oh, you fail, we fixed oh, boy, it for future fail. problems. Big but failure. there's nothing we could do about who was already there. Big failure. Yep. How much, Reggie? Just when you thought maybe this was over, it was not. Nothing. Nothing ever ends, Adrian. It's still just. Um, it's still just one point. If you how'd fail, you do, Grant? Just during the second eight. Okay. Vince, what did you get? I what? Did you call for a roll? A sand roll, sorry. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I had to roll sand for, like, hearing that someone else had thought that this would happen. Yeah, you do. It it's happened like again. second hand, but you do. Uh, I got a 61 over 60. So okay, so lo- lose one point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's happening again. It's happening again. This was not a one-time thing. Whatever hmm. it is. And, and, and I was clo- I was I was in the back, but I could hear him somehow and I heard him. What's with all the strange dents on your instrument there? Um my instrument's back in my apartment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you mention do you mention the common factor between the two events? Um Yeah, I well I mentioned the light in the forehead. That was No, the I mean the the instrumentalist, the the clarinet player who was at both places. I will maybe bring it up as like tertiary. Okay. Or like, if you just mentioned the other players that was there, that was like, that just kind of seemed very shocked by it all. And you give us his name. It's like, Oh, that guy out of character. Has dusty not, not come to believe that that's important. I wouldn't think so because nothing supernatural. There is nothing he can explicitly think of as supernatural that happened with Archie. Archie is weird, and yes, he might think that he doesn't buy his story. Good thing half the party knows the name Archie (laughs) Zanzibar. Yeah. If only we heard it again. Yeah. It might come up later, but I don't think it would come up during this conversation. Okie dokie. Because the important thing is the man rising from the dead to kill his murder murderer that can't be brought to justice that's fair <laughs> because there's no evidence that's the All thing right. i'm kind of hanging on more <laughs> you hear okay so you're having this little conversation yeah all right this is an extremely strange situation and i wish mm. all of you the best of luck in figuring it out uh at as you say that you hear the door uh uh, the bell on the door ring once again. 
Mm-hmm. Behind all of you, you turn over there and through the door walks uh, Queenie Sinclair with oh, very Johnson good. right behind her and says, yeah, I wish all four of you the best of luck figuring this out. Mr. Green, I hear you have some photos uh, that would be of interest to me. It's already been taken care of. Unless you want the portraits that I took last night. I actually would. Uh, I, I liked I liked my outfit last night. I'd like it to be remembered. Well, okay. Uh, we can get those developed for you. Wait, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why, why, why is the rest of this my problem to deal with? Well, it just seems like uh, you were in a situation in which I feel like your particular skill set might be really helpful. Uh, my understanding is that you had uh, some pictures that were uh, very relevant to the investigation. Yeah, I, he's already he's already got... I presented her with a photo of Joey Lombardo, the killer. Joey Lombardino. fucking Lombard- Lombardino? It seems okay. unlikely. I mean, knowing what, what I know, which is not nearly as much as you know, it just seems unlikely unless there's something we're not seeing here. Well, here's the thing. I'd like you guys to go talk to Mr. Lombardino and see if you can understand, you can get his side of the story. How about that? Well, yeah, sure. We'll do that. Um, okay. there's, there's more on the whole walking around thing, but do you want to know? Walking around thing? Yeah, where he got up and walked after he was dead. I mentioned that this morning. I'm sure of it. Yes, you did. So I showed um, the other photo with the glowy thing on the Just like talking about this nonsense as though they'll just be like, yeah, well, that's definitely the same thing that you just said. Hey, well, the, if she decides I'm crazy, maybe she'll leave me the hell alone. Uh, well, this is not the craziest yeah, thing you've told me in the last week, so... Uh, I know, and I hate that. <laughs> you guys, you guys seem like, uh... You guys seem like the experts here. I'm gonna let you handle it. Dang. But here's right. the thing. Uh-huh. Uh... I have it on good authority that uh, those pictures you took, Mr. Green, uh, they have a certain relevancy to certain parties. And I don't just mean me. I'm going to need a print of those. What, the whole roll? No, just the ones with the guy getting shot and the one later on with him stumbling around. Okay, we can we can make additional prints of those. Yeah, I'll just take the ones you got. You can make your own copies. Not a later. problem. Happy to help. But yeah, I really like the four of you all to tell me uh, what's going on uh, with this, and uh, as soon as possible, Mister Kitchens. Uh, like I told Mr. Kitchens earlier, uh, this is a high priority. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. All right. Indeed. Made myself known. Uh, Mr. Uh, Lombardino uh, tends to hang out shooting pool uh, over in uh, over uh, in East Harlem. Oh, well then, that should be easy enough. Well, I'm a bit of a hustler, so that might actually be to our benefit. Ain't that really. is the best news I've actually had today, Dusty. Fantastic. Well, maybe you can go hustle him for some information. Bingo. I'll do everything in my power, ma'am. 
Good luck, gentlemen. Uh, I wish you all the best. You know where to find me. Yep. And she walks out of the door with the two uh, with the two photographs. Son of a bitch. Do I have my co- Do I still have my copy? No. Those there was one copy of each one of them, but you can make more copies. I can make yes, more can. copies, but Jesus, th- this is the work. Okay. All right, I'll give you another what? Another five. I no no. I can make however many we need. I just don't understand why she thinks I'd be helpful for for like typically. Typically, when you're doing criminal shit, you don't want a photographer involved. Look, you've been helpful to her already. She yeah. uh, she believes actually. Believes did, she, did she Look. clarify whether she wanted to keep those uh, photos restricted to our small group? Sounded like it to me. I mean, yes, that you got that impression. Yeah, yeah I th- maybe we don't need multiple copies of these. I think well, the I mean, one with the forehead thing is the most useful one to us now. We know it's Lombardino. We just need to go talk to us. It's a weird forehead. Thing. I mean, right. You know, there are, there are forehead fetishists. They do come in. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. I, mean, Grant, you I could suppose. roll me uh, Harlem lore or uh, psychology. You say Grant, me? Yeah, you. Okay. Oh, oh, well. Look, Grant, I admit I'm not as familiar with Harlem as all y'all, but even I know if you can get on Queenie's good side, you do that. I got a 33 under 40 for Harlem lore. Okay. So yeah, what you, what occurs to you is, uh, running a gangster racket like this, there's basically two ways to get people to help you. If you are, if you are a crime Lord way, number one is to pay them because you have a bunch of money. Way. Number two is to intimidate them either way. You want them to be to feel like they're inside your sphere of of uh, influence control. Yeah. Uh, rather than outside. Um, it occurs to you that the reason why she said that she wants you to be involved in this because is because she 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 considers you to already be involved. And it's either you she gets you to like work for her on this or you become a liability and she needs to just like kill you to shut you up. So it's probably uh, in your best bet to just like do the thing for her. It's this. like when you, it's like when you know what you know. It's like when you when you when you sell drugs to a drug dealer. Right, <laughs> you I definitely part know of the that. situation. Yeah, okay, I definitely know that feeling intrinsically. <laughs> you know, the more I think about it, the more I think we should not make extra copies. You know, not print them out yet or ever possibly. I mean, it could be something. I mean, if we have a copy of it, and what are we going to do with it? I mean, I guess we could threaten Joey with it, but I don't think it's going to That's what I was thinking. Maybe. We got a copy of it. We got him dead to rights. He did murder the guy. Yeah, but how is he going to react to that? Is he going to react as a friendly guy who wants to help us out just so he gets his copy of the photo and the negative? Or. Is he going to remove the people that were annoying him with evidence? Uh, you don't bring the evidence to him alone. You, yeah, fair. Uh, ar- yeah. you arrange to have it published somewhere on the off chance that you die. That is what we should do. And you make it abundantly clear that that is what will happen. And yes. I got a plan for that. Okay. Grant. Yeah? Uh, are you going back and looking through your uh, your photographs again, though, to make some more, or what? God damn it. I sh- yeah, I guess I will. Um, I, I, we're, still, we're sort of in the middle of discussion, though, aren't we? 
Oh, I, I guess. We can uh, put, I mean, if, if you want me to go do that, I can go do that. Uh, so, yeah, let's just say I am. We'll, okay, roll me photography. I say that one thing, and then I disappear into the dark room to make more friends. <laughs> okay, yep. roll me photo- photography. Uh, that is a 31 under <clears throat> 75. It's a hard success. success. So you're looking for through the through your photographs again, just finding the ones that you're going to make new prints of or whatever. Uh, something stands out to you. That little gleam you saw on his forehead. Uh huh. You see that same gleam in one of the other uh, photos. <laughs> okay. Not not the photo of him, but the photo of the band coming out of the tip of the clarinet player's clarinet. Okay, we can put God two and two. We can put two and two together. We'll make a. We'll blow that one up, like like wall hangs, and we'll just bring that one out when it's dry. Yeah, just waiting in the in his apartment for. What we'll just number? like we'll 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 have hours. the small ones out for the blackmail material and for like ha- showing people. Uh, but but we'll bring this one out as like a fun thing for everyone to see. <laughs> yeah, you look it out. You blow it up that big. You can actually see the little symbols on the inside of his clarinet uh, bell on the tip of it, uh, and the little gleaming, gleaming glyph down there, shining with the same uh, glint as you see in the middle of the hey, forehead. Do Arch- you guys know anything about clarinet magic? What the hell are you talking about, man? What what the hell do you think I'm talking about? Um, I have this massive no. picture. Uh, but I do know colors. that I, you know, I do. Uh, I guess I like turn grave when I see that. Uh, see the guy who's playing it. A guy. I've yeah, seen the, the color. The color flushes from Dusty's face. He was he was marching with us. Oh well, he also was at the gig. Uh. For- I know that there, like, was at one point, you know, my, my mother used to tell me this story about, like, a contagious dancing fever. Could that, like, in the old country, could that be something that's happening here? Maybe. Like, this this clarinet, like, projects some sort of post-mortem dancing fever. Well, as we continue to mutter, what do Ford and uh, yeah. Reggie Ford find has gone pale-ish. He has. The uh, blood drains. He's realized something. He has realized something. Uh, is Reggie doing something else in this conversation? Or is there something else you want to do? Like uh, This is going to be something to do after the conversation. Okay. So I would just, like to take one of those stay, pictures from... I would like to take one of those uh, photos of uh, a Joya Lombardino. Sure. Like, like, steal it without anyone noting or noticing, or like. Um, yeah. I feel like I should. Pro- I'm probably gonna have to steal it. I made like four of them. It's fine. You can okay. just have one. May uh, can I take? May I uh, take? Yes. Grant? All right. Thank Here. you. Okay. Um. But no, the thing that I want to do is gonna be for afterwards. Okay. 
If that's a good thing to go out on, we'll do that. Otherwise, we'll save it. Oh, yeah, definitely will, I think. I'm, okay. I, I don't mean to, like, undercut your, like, thievery, which just seems pointless because we can I, make as many copies how... as we have paper. <laughs> okay, I, I just I just wanted to make sure, so... Grant, you, Grant, it is clear Grant is the one of the four of us who is not as well read into criminal enterprises. <laughs> I mean, no, Dusty's really... not that much. But Honestly, I'm, I'm improvising. Quickly. I'm he's improvising. really, really not well read on this stuff and has mostly tried to avoid it. But Bingo. he also knows that the more evidence you produce that incriminates other people who might want to kill you, the less likely it is for them to be able to destroy it. Fair. fair. That's fair. But what does Ford realize? What does, what Ford, does Ford realize? realize that, um, that symbol uh-huh. that you see on the inside of the uh, uh-huh. of the bell curve. Yes. You look at it. I do. And it sings to you. Oh, does it? Yeah. And it what song sounds does it sing? like the tower in the ocean. That you remember from the dream. From the dream of the cubes. (laughs) Okay. That sounds great. That's gotta get destroyed. Sorry, the dream of the cubes is really funny. What? Yeah, it's better off if you don't know. Um, It's gotta get destroyed. Uh, It's connected to something awful under the sea. You can you can listen to our most recent uh, released <laughs> episode yeah, of Harlow and Bound to find out all about that episode ten. <laughs> Ford has been trying to spare these guys what he knows as best he can. Uh, so. I just oh. like that it's being referred to as the the dream of the cubes because it just seems it, it seems like an internet meme. That's son of that son of a bitch Zanzibar's like basically I say was as I like see him. God damn it. I mean, he seems coked out, but he doesn't seem. I mean, no, he seems faded, but he doesn't. It's seem the goddamn bad. Apollonian still paying dividends on the messed up thing they did there. Yeah. What? Yep. Yeah. yeah, don't worry about it. Um, what? Like I was saying, Reggie, Reggie solved that one by touching something he shouldn't have, which turned out. What are you talking right about? It do. worked out. It, it worked out great. Cool. Like I said, you, you did think I thought you shouldn't do, but it was absolutely the right thing to do. So there you go. Good job. Hey, you're so worried about everything. Yes. Sometimes you just gotta like touch it. Fair. <laughs> Moving on. I'm, I mean, he did. He, he did say he got the clarinet in what I think is a bullshit manner. Uh huh. Oh, I'm sure it is. Anyway, that's that's gotta go. Um, I don't know how to make that go. I know someone who could tell us. Um, yeah. Hmm. Well, sounds like we have two separate problems at the moment. Yeah, well, I mean, one of them uh, is long-term bigger, but one of them is more immediately life-threatening. So let's deal with that first, I suppose. I'll go back to my apartment and get my cue. I'll just, uh, I'll go wherever I'm needed, I guess. I don't understand. I don't I don't know what, what specifically anyone wants of me. I guess I could, oh. I guess I could, like, surveil the, the, the meeting between you and, uh, Mr. Elevator, but uh, I mean, there are worse ideas. But you know, I, I gotta say, you introduce a refreshing jolt of reality into our conversation. You got some uh, stationery that I could uh, take their grant as well. Got a place for I can, uh, you know, store the blackmail as were. Envelope. Uh, it yeah, would be better. And... It would be better to store the blackmail with a journalist that you trust. 
I yeah. Well, I got a got my uh, got a cousin of mine. I I don't know uh, too. Well, I mean, actually, you know, I do know a journalist. I guess I can trust. I mean, like I I publish photos in the age sometimes. I so. know Mr. Wyatt from Crisis. Like you don't. I mean, okay. like they'll the publish stuff. Well, then I would I would do that, but I would also not let him know that as anything. That's to what do. I'm telling you. <laughs> That does not necessarily mean that it's the actual person I'll be mailing it to. What I am saying is I would not tell this person if... Uh, I'll just hold was, I'm just going to tell them to hold on to a letter for me. That's it. It it No, you need to you need to make it clear that that letter has to get out if you die. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm going to be sending it to my cousin. No, but you also worried. can't let him know that it has anything to do with like a guy who regularly publishes. You know, don't, crisis. don't, don't, uh, don't talk. Like, I got a plan. Don't worry. Like, okay, so this is inspiring a lot of confidence. Apparently, you touch things without thinking, and you worry, Mister Kitchen's here, and you like keeping uh shit in your vest pocket, as it were. Gentlemen, I'll meet you at the subway station outside the mm. bar. Thank you, Dusty. That sounds lovely. About when? Uh, well, I just have to go back to my apartment to grab my queue. I can be there half an hour. All right. See you there. God have mercy on my soul. Yeah. All man. right. See you so for what? Lizard dinner, right? Probably about dinner right now. I'll see him after dinner, I guess. Something like that. Uh, yeah. Right. But now I have to take care of something first. All right. All right. Well, you know where we're going to be. Yep. Uh, So first thing, I would like to roll spot hidden. Roll spot hidden. Uh, Yes. uh, 21 out of 75. What are you attempting to spot? Am I being followed? (laughs) If I say uh, someone associated with Queenie. With Queenie? Uh, You're not. No. (laughs) That is a uh, hard success. Okay. Uh, you're yeah, not being, being followed. followed. You're not I'm being not followed. I'm not being followed. Okay. All right. You're not important go to enough to be followed, Reggie. Well, we'll see about that now. Um, I'm gonna go to a payphone. Uh huh. Uh, call up. Uh, you know, Mr. Rothstein's office. Mm, yeah, it's not Mr. Rothstein. It's, it's literally like a he told you a code to tell the, the yeah the, the, the operator. <laughs> Is there someone? Can I talk to someone though? Uh, a voice uh, appears on the other end of the phone. Says, "Yes." Uh, yeah. Um, we got got some information for the about uh who killed uh your man. Well, by all means, share it. Um, I want to discuss uh payment for this and um this uh job, as it were, as well as going going forward. Okay. I'm willing to uh I'm I'm authorized to make that to have that discussion with you. Yeah, thank you. Um it's uh he says Ethel, why don't you uh take the headphones off for a bit, why don't you? <laughs> and uh the mm-hmm. the ele- the 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 uh telephone operator says, uh yes sir, I will. And you hear this click click. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, as part of my uh, payment, um, I'm planning to go into med school. Um, mm-hmm. 
pretty sure a doctor would be a useful set of skills in your uh, organization. Okay. Um, as in, in terms of uh, helping me to get there, um, I basically like uh, if I can roll int times in times five for this as well, but basically recalling Harold Weston's uh, accounting advice for financing mm-hmm. for for med school. <laughs> this is going to be set uh, set up as a uh, uh, scholarship uh, to the NAACP. Uh, charitable contribution. Mr. Rothstein has great respect for that organization. Oh, that's, uh, that's good to know. Thank you. And now I'll, uh, but yes, now that, um, I have an idea of, uh, well, now I know who, uh, killed your, uh, killed your man then. Then I get the information. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, Joy Lombardino. You know who he's associated with, right? Joey Lombardino. Okay, if you say so. I think we're going to need some more verification. I got that. I uh, got a uh, phot- photographer shot. Uh, took a picture right as uh, he was uh, pulling the, pulling the trigger. Well, if anything, that's... it's something you could uh, use to lean on. Uh, you know, Mister Holstein. That's very interesting, uh, but uh, well, it raises more questions than it answers, really. All right. Uh, we'd really like you to find out why Mr. Lombardino pulled that trick. Oh, that's that's what we're doing. You can come up with that information for us and uh, maybe settle this matter so we make sure that... Uh, there's no repercussions out there that we're unaware of. Oh, certainly. Then I think we could consider the matter concluded and uh, and arrange for payment. Yeah. Um. And also, I'll be uh, sending that picture over to you as uh, good citizens of uh, good, respectable citizens of New York. If um, you know, I mean, it's evidence of the man who did it. Um, and he could be uh, dutifully arrested. Indeed. Just post it to this address, and we'll take care of it from there. Yes. Um. As well as, uh, you know, I mean, who knows, uh, were he to, you know, break under torture or, or, you know, break under interrogation, who knows what other people he might, uh, talk to and in that Holstein organization. Who's to say? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I basically put that in an envelope and write it to the address. And then as I am, uh, going, I will put it into a mailbox. All right. As I basically, the, yeah, this is my plan. I'm going to try to like, hopefully, sell out uh, Holstein and give him something that they might be able to lean on Holstein for right. and muscle nice. in. As you step out of the the, uh, <clears throat> if you step out of the uh, telephone booth mm-hmm. and back onto the street, what is uh, Grant Green doing at exactly the same time? Oh, um, I I think I was probably headed. Were you taking to... a picture, sur- surreptitious picture of me? Is that, is no, that, no, 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 no. I'm not saying you're there. I'm saying el- elsewhere in the city. What is Grant Green doing at the same time? Uh, he's making arrangements to speak with the photo editor of The Age. All right. Oh. You do that. You have that conversation. I don't think that's imp- that's. Interesting enough, probably, for us to roleplay out. 
it and it when we eventually have this conversation in person. Uh, I I need something from him. Okay. Well, you are you are uh, ringing the doorbell of the age then at exactly that moment. Uh, what is Mr. Kitchens doing at that exact same moment? Well, um, I don't know. How long has it been since we had lunch? Just an hour or two, or has it been a while? It's been a while. Then I'm going to grab a quick bite to eat on my way to join Dusty over at the uh, place where Joey likes to shoot pool. All right. So, yeah, you walk into a lunch counter or a diner or whatever. Yep. Grab something quick, uh, hydrate, and head on over. And head out the door. As you go out the door, uh, the, little, the little bell rings on the door uh, on the, uh, the diner on your way out. Dusty, mm-hmm. what are you doing at exactly that same moment? Uh, I think uh, Dusty's on the subway. Uh, waiting to get to a stop. All right. Uh, the subway car rattles into the station, uh, and there's a tone that comes on the uh, comes on the speaker system to say, uh, "Stopping at uh, at East Harlem Station." Ding. And in that same moment, uh, as the doorbell to the age rings, as the diner bell. Uh, on the, and the diner door rings uh, as the subway tone sounds and as the telephone uh, bell uh, makes its little ringing sound to indicate that you've disconnected. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You all four of you hear behind that sound of that ringing bell a low, unmistakable tone like a clarinet. Oh, God damn it. And we'll leave it there for the night. They are uh, wonderful. Beast like instrument. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and Reggie need to set up his uh, golden parachute, man. That's right. Parachute right. shroud, different names. <laughs> well, good night, Internet. The uh, yep. thing I'm trying to set up is, well, a different kind of insurance. <laughs> That's right. I think we all guys, have our own forms of insurance. But you guys uh, all have. That's right. Wheels within wheels. (laughs) Wheels within wheels. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed playing. We'll call it here. Good night, Internet. Good night, Internet. Good night, Internet. Thank you for listening to Technical Difficulties. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes or your podcast app of choice. More ratings will help us broaden the community. We're also on Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you can vote on which one-shots you'd like to see next. Other rewards at higher levels include listening to us record live and participating in quarterly backer games. We're close to our next level, where we'll release an exclusive Patreon show, where we answer questions and give advice on running games. As always, thanks for listening, and good night, Internet.